0: Greetings humans, you have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay.
1: Oh, you can dance, you can jive, having the time of your life. Whoa, what is that girl? Something that seems is the dancing queen. Now.
2: (laughs) Why?
1: Yeah. I have no clue. I mean, it's a great song. So it's from Mamma Mia. Yeah. Where does Mamma Mia take place? I- Europe somewhere? Spain. The island of Santorini. Okay. Which is in? Spain. Greece. Greece? Greece. Oh, that's right. So uh, Theros Beyond Death. Oh, gosh. That was it? <laughs> I get it now. These are the connections. Clearly. It's only like, you know, seven you know, parts removed. Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon to get to that song. It's actually not that bad. It's true. It See, so yeah, it is in Greece. Uh, I, was trying, I was like, what songs have to do with Greece? ABBA
2: is great. <laughs> yeah. They wrote that song, right? Yes, yes. Sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mamma Mia. It's funny, when I was in New Zealand, there was uh, like, you know how people in the streets play violin and stuff? There are people just doing ABBA covers. Oh, yeah. And was just like,
1: yeah, Everyone Abba. knows all those talks. They, yeah, okay. Well, Mamma Mia 2 is basically just like a... ABBA's greatest hits, like, yeah. did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they it's just, the like, took a bunch right. of songs from other ABBA stuff and were like, let's call it Mamma Mia 2. <laughs> anyway. I do love ABBA. All right. <laughs> so, Theros Beyond Death, uh, the set is almost here. It's, if you haven't, if you don't know, it's a Greek mythology-inspired mm-hmm. theme. It's a world or a plane filled with gods and monsters and enchantments. A lot of enchantments, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Enchantments turn out, they do matter. So, today we're unveiling our Theros Beyond Death preview card and, uh...
2: It's kind of a doozy. It's a big one. It's one that, well, we'll probably talk about a lot in the future, I I, I can predict.
1: Okay, so before we get into it, though, if you want to pre-order your Theros Beyond Death booster boxes, singles, anything at all, you should go to cardkingdom.com slash zone. We say it all the time. Mm. You're going to order magic cards anyway. If you use that affiliate link, when you do, you really are supporting this show, Game Nights, all of our content, and uh, the set looks pretty sweet. So you're probably going to get, want to get your hands on it.
2: Yeah, and Ultra Pro, our other sponsor for the show, has made a ton of new stuff as they do with every single set. And this set has the constellation art for all of the gods, a lot of sweet. the alternate arts, the full frames. And so you can find that art on sleeves, deck boxes, playmats, and more by supporting our other sponsor Ultra Pro at your local game score at cardgame.com slash command zone, wherever you buy that stuff.
1: Yeah, it, even if you don't want the theme stuff, they really do have a lot of awesome things like satin towers eclipse mm-hmm. sleeves you do want your cards to be protected so ultra pro is the best in the business at that The final way to support all of our content is directly if you go to patreon.com slash command zone. In fact, spoiler alert, we have a Game Nights episode themed around Theros Beyond Death. (gasps) I'm sure you're all shocked about that. (laughs) It's uh, coming up very soon, and patrons will be able to watch that episode before it's available to the general public. That's one of the perks that people get as a patron. Another perk is that we shout out one lucky patron every single episode, and this episode is dedicated to... Ember Ember Haynes. Haynes. Ember. You rock. Burn and bright. Ember, uh, assumption is that your middle name is Cleve. Ember Cleve Hayes. <laughs> your <laughs> favorite be, god is Perforos. That would be sweet if that was Ember's middle name. The, you can you know, you can just go and to a court and change it really fast. That's too. actually a good point. <laughs> I don't know if really fast, but <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into it here. This is our Theros Beyond Death preview card. I mean, let's just read the thing here. Yep. It is... Should we do a drum roll or something? Yeah. I'll
2: only, you know what, I'll just do three. One, two, three. <laughs> it's for, not really a drum drum roll. It's a drum explorer. triple
1: tap because this thing's good. It's, it's a tripler. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. All right, it's called Nyx Bloom Ancient. It's four green, 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 so seven mana total for a five, five enchantment creature. It's an elemental. This is a mythic rare card. It has trample, but the most important text is this. If you tap a permanent for mana, a permanent for mana, It produces three times as much of that mana instead. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first ever mana tripler. We've had a decent amount of doublers. A lot of
2: doublers, but this is just for you and its permanence as well. Yeah, it's not even just lands. Yeah, a lot of times you'll see effects like this. It's like if you tap this land for mana, add one more mana of any type that land could produce. That's not even technically a doubler, but it does have have the effect of doubling the land. Yeah, Yeah. This is just triple it. Triple everything.
1: Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, Also, fairly straightforward, right? Mm -hmm. You would think. We're going to have a lot to say about this, obviously, because it's a very powerful effect. Um, If you cast this and then untap with it, decent chance you win the game because one of the best ways to win the game in commander is just having access to a ton of mana because you can just play a billion things and this is gonna i mean at the very least you have seven mana when you cast it yeah so that's gonna be 21 mana at the least if you play a land it's at least 24 on your next turn yeah
2: 24 mana
1: which is so much yeah that's an insane amount i think though that the turn you play this for you to net mana out of it you need to um have 11 mana in play for you to play it and then play something else right? And, and net mana. Because if you have four lands, then those give you three each. And that's 12 mana. Whereas you, So if you had 11 lands in play or 11 mana, yeah. it doesn't have to be lands, right? Because it's basically anything that taps for mana. Yeah, Soaring taps for six, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> right? So if you have 11 mana available <laughs> to you, you play this, you'll have four mana left over, which now is 12 mana. So yeah. you actually came out one mana ahead. And that's to use it on the turn. That you play it. Even if you only have eight lands and you play it for
2: seven, that land taps for three, you can probably cast something else. So the chances of you playing this... So it's almost this,
1: like this costs four. Yeah.
2: So like e- even if you're not netting mana, every single mana producer you have that's a permanent is just insane how much mana it gives you.
1: Yeah, pretty crazy. So let's talk about some cards we think are good with this card. Uh, the first thing that came to mind for me was stuff that untaps lands. Mm-hmm. So Palancron is yep. a classic one. Palancron
2: is also one that goes infinite in a ton of decks because once you are. Palancron specifically also has text that says you can bounce it back to your hands. Uh, and when it enters the battlefield, you untap up to seven lands. So if you're able to net mana off of this, Anamar is a commander that typically abuses this type of card, yep. and you're going to be able to probably get infinite amount of mana just if you're. You're able to untap and, or I mean, bring it back to your hand after you untap it and play it again for cheaper and then just go off.
1: Yeah, so Nyx Bloom, Ancient, and this will definitely go infinite because it costs seven to play Palancron and then four to bounce it back to your hand. Yeah. And then seven to play it again. But what's happening is you're untapping all your lands. So you get 21
2: mana every time you untap seven lands and it only costs uh, 11 to cat back to your hand. So you're netting 10
1: each time. So that's, I mean, Palancron, infinite combos are all over the place and pretty obvious one. Uh, Zakama is another newer creature that is a
2: lot of people's commanders and also just one of those win the game cards in a super powerful way because he has three activated abilities for each of his three heads. And when he enters the battlefield, you untap all lands you control, so you can actually net an insane amount of mana on this because you get a float mana when you cast it as well. Um, Especially with Bloom Ancient Out, you're just going to have, I mean, like you should win the game, if not gain a thousand life or destroy every artifact or enchantment on the board or kill every creature.
1: Yeah, because Zakama is a mana sink that can bolt stuff, destroy certain things and gain you life. And so, like you said, floating the mana, using that mana, sitting there with... At least, what's Sakama cost? Nine oh, mana. Yeah. At least 27 mana just sitting there. So, Imagine tapping three lands to cast Sakama. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Well, no, you tap all your lands yeah, cast yeah. A comma, and then I tap Only three them, of yeah. them need to be used for him, though, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty nuts. Uh, another card we saw recently on Game Nights is Treachery, which is a control magic effect. Three blue blue. Sorry, DJ. Enchant creature. And it says, uh, you control enchanted creature. But when Treachery comes into play, you untap up to five lands. Yeah. So sweet. with Nick's Blue Mansion out again, you're going to tap five lands, add 15 mana to your mana pool, float 10 of it, cast Treachery, get 15 mana back by untapping those five lands. Yeah, a lot of these cards read
2: as just like win more and even more, but yeah, there is a, difference between like 9 mana and 20 mana. Yeah. Like that sure. That I mean like if you're casting a Torment of Hailfire or something then that extra mana will really not just guarantee like doubly, triply guarantee you're going to
1: win the game. Yeah. I mean a Torment of Hailfire for X equals 8 could win you the game but vi- Decent possibility. People, some people live through it. Yeah. Torment of Hellfire for X equals twenty-five. <laughs> it's over. It's over. You just won. Yeah. Uh, Frantic Search,
2: really great instant that you just draw two cards for three mana, but you discard two cards and then you untap up to three lands. So you see this in a lot of combo decks or decks that want to do a lot in a single turn, just throw stuff into the bin, um, and it's really cheap too. Three mana to to do this effect is pretty darn good.
1: Yeah, you net six mana off of it cycle a couple cards uh that's this is a good one you came up with oh the mangus of the candelabra or turnabout oh let's
2: talk about mangus mangus of the candelabra uh is the affordable version of candelabra of Thanos, which is one of those classic old cards that costs way too much but they reprinted it in the sort of the time spiral the Magus Cycle. The mega Cycle, yeah. Um, and you can pay X and tap him to untap X target lands. Typically, this doesn't get you any mana because you tap five to untap five lands. You still have five lands. But with any of these mana doublers, or in this case, Bloom Ancient in play, you are going to just get infinite amounts of mana and if you can untap the magus one time you're you're gonna have all the mana you'll ever need yeah for this game and the next and i don't think that's how it
1: works <laughs> yeah your man, it doesn't empty between carry it phases, over right yeah <laughs> that'd be there's a card your manifold doesn't empty between, between the end games? of the game and the next game yeah <laughs> wow you could just go on a huge
2: winning streak like i'm gonna win the game this turn and float 15 mana but why so you know <laughs> see you next game uh, there's also Turnabout, which is another one of those storm cards. It's an instant for four mana. You can choose artifact, creature, or land, and you tap all untap permanents of the chosen type target player controls or untap all tap permanents of that type that player controls. So this is also one of those things that can work on the other side if you need to tap down their whole board or all of their lands. But because an gives you permanents, that tap for more mana being able to untap your artifacts creatures or lands means that let's say you just have a ton of mandorks in your deck then right. all of those are what you're going to want to tap over the lands
1: potentially probably you're doing lands but y- yeah it could go either way yeah uh, but i mean the big thing is that it's under the assumption that it's going to cost you like four lands to do this and maybe you'll untap a couple extra but yeah. when it costs you one and like a third lands to do it <laughs> a third of a land you're floating like you know 12 you know, 14 mana and then untapping everything and tapping that stuff again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Nyx Bloom Ancient itself costs seven mana though. Yeah, it's a it's a big guy. So that's kind of I think the downside of it, obviously, in that it's a creature and, and easier to kill maybe than some other effects that are similar. So playing the Nyx Bloom Ancient, then you kind of like cross your fingers that you untap with the thing and then can go off and everyone at the table is going to try and kill it cuz they're not stupid they know like yeah. oh jimmy's going to get 27 mana next turn that's really bad we- you know what other cards could have net you of that about that much mana paradox engine uh, yeah. <laughs> like well, paradox engine is usually infinite but yeah like, yeah but like, it gets you that to the style point. of card yeah, yeah. Where it's like 20 plus it doesn't really matter between 20 and a thousand and and similar to paradox engine let's use that as a uh, that's a that's a sort of a good um analogy in some ways and i think the fact that like what you wanted to do with paradox engine generally was play it and in the same turn you play it go, go off. off and so i think cheating Nyxbloom Ancient into play is going to be a really good way to take advantage of it. You don't want to pay the seven mana for it, yeah. because generally that won't leave you with a lot of extra mana. I mean, later in the game, maybe you can do things like that. But it's also green, 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 which is tough on the mana base if yes. you are running more than two colors. So I think, a bun- I, I think cards that cheat Nyxbloom into play for a lot cheaper, and therefore allow you to have a bunch of mana sitting there untapped that now tap for triple is going to be a good way to go. So the first one that came to mind is Sneak Attack. Bingo. This is three and a red for an enchantment. And it says, you can pay red and you may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. That creature gains haste and then you sacrifice the creature at the beginning of the next end step. So if you have seven or eight mana, pay one red, get Bloom out. The rest of your mana now all taps for triple and you just, played the best ritual ever yeah 18, you know now you have 18 and that's also really hard to deal with because you either have, have to counter the sneak attack
2: ability and if they go to remove it then you just float, float off the mana yeah, and yeah. It's getting sacrificed or killed anyway yeah. i like how sneak attack says you may put a creature card i was just just red. Red. <laughs> like what maybe you? if
1: somebody had one of those spells where they like steal your man out of your mana pool oh yeah <laughs> just <laughs> sink it all into sneak attack for no reason um Another good way, I think, to get Nixplume to play for cheap is recurring it out of your graveyard. So you you mill it in there, you dump it in there yeah. in some other way, and a lot of green, black Golgari decks do stuff like this. Yeah, Corridor is also one of those
2: commanders that definitely wants to throw things in the graveyard. Um, you can entomb it, you can get it in there by discarding it, and then you can reanimate yeah. it. Tomb. So entomb, and yeah. then this is pretty brutal. Yeah, that's two black mana to just get also just a massive creature on the battlefield too because for reanimate you pay black and then you put target creature card from a graveyard on the battlefield under your control you lose life equal to what's converted mana cost so seven life not inconsequential but not that bad I mean would you pay seven life for 27 mana heck yeah yeah <laughs> and, and then you get a five five trampler too on top of it like the fact that this has trample just seems a little absurd just a little over the top it just it doesn't need that it, yeah
1: <laughs> it could have been a two two <laughs> trying out loud <laughs> um animate dead is another one that will yeah. allow you to animate it for two mana out of your graveyard so those are two good reanimation spells that will get that thing onto the battlefield for cheap. Um, yeah, Lazav the Multifarious, which is the new Lazav, yeah. allows you to copy it. It does cost the same yeah. CMC to do it, but
2: it's just a way to... Because, again, if this thing gets removed and you're the kind of deck that wants things in the graveyard, which d- definitely seems like this is the direction that would make it really powerful, cards like Lazav just give you extra insurance.
1: There's like Demir Doppelganger that copies things in graveyards too, yeah, which cheaper is too. yeah, too. another way to go. Oh yeah, this is a great target for natural order, obviously. Yeah, so Natural Order is two, two green for a sorcery. You sacrifice a green creature, and then you can search your library for a green creature and put it directly onto the battlefield. So you can get that out for four mana and sacrificing like a mana dork. Yeah. I think the kind of deck that really likes
2: Nix is the one that will turn
1: one, play an Elves, turn
2: two, play another mana dork, and then by turn three or four, have around seven, seven mana. mana already. Uh, and Because, again, Nix Blumation says if you tap a permanent for mana. So it'll double the mana dorks too. Or, sorry, triple. triple. Yeah, triple. that's actually... I think we really have to focus on the fact that says if you tap a permanent for mana. That's really, really good. So all your rocks are still good. All your, yeah, all your dorks are still good. Um, You can Quicksilver emulate it out. It's a four mana artifact you pay for and tap it. You can put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. So you get to do this at instant speed. Uh, which is really important. Uh, however,
1: you did note that we do have two Braids decks in our meta. Yeah, this made me think like, oh boy, we have two Braids decks in our meta. Murph and DJ both have a Braids deck. I think their Braids deck get a lot worse if there are Nyx Blue Manchants around because yeah. the turn the person goes, yeah, I, I put Nyx Blue Manchants out for free during my upkeep and now for my turn I have triple mana. Yeah, it is, let's say it's turn four and you haven't played any like mana. Like, yeah, if you have you- 12 mana and the rest of the table has 12 mana combined, you're in a really good position. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point <laughs> Wow, Nix Bloom Ancient makes you as powerful as three players at the table, basically. Yeah, at least the amount of mana. Manic you know, you need make, cards yeah. to back that up, but yeah. from a mana perspective, you're right. Uh, so it's really interesting if you start cloning Nyx Bloom Ancient because it does it does multiply. So mm-hmm. if you make a clone of Nix Bloom Ancient, the first one will make your permanent tap for three mana. The second one will t- make your permanent tap for nine mana. Beef. So you. It, <laughs> yeah so you, yeah the, the effects stack on top so right of replication if you write of Replic- replication your nyx bloom ancient that is three to the fifth power right which is 729 that's how each land will now tap for 729 mana if you write of replication your nyx bloom ancient wow off of one land <laughs> Well, that's the thing Christmas. is, if you Nyx Blue Mansion, you will have the mana to... to sorry, that's kicks right? Yeah, of you have to kick it, yeah. But you'll have the mana to kick a Rite of Replication. Oh, yeah. That's only nine mana to kick that's it. That's three of your lands. Yeah. And you should still have four left. And each of those four will now tap for 729 mana. So you've got 2,800 and... Oh, crap. 2,916 mana, I think? Yeah. Something in there? That's pretty crazy. You can sink it all into many different things, but,
2: I mean... You should win the game at that point. (laughs) Your deck should... I mean, look, if you're playing big mana producers, your deck is looking to... I mean, if it's not 729 mana, you're looking to play
1: a 10 mana spell or a 12 mana spell. The funny thing is we talk about, you know, you don't need to go infinite, you just need to go a lot. Yeah. Because generally when you go infinite, you don't actually use more than like 500 mana. Yeah. Right? Like you're like, that's enough to activate Thrasios and draw my entire deck. You only really need maybe... 280 mana to do that right (laughs) 70 times or whatever so you don't actually need infinite so a thousand mana is effectively infinite yeah
2: Yeah. and a single land for 729 mana is also effectively infinite um any clone basically is going to net you positive mana most of them cost about four mana uh metamorph is one of the few that cost three three. so again you play that very cheap one land cast your phrexian metamorph and then you get double the effect so
1: this is just which is the effect of tripling the triple yeah. so it actually nets you more even more yeah it goes from three to nine three nine yeah. so it's like you could cast a clone that costs six mana and i think it would still net you mana i mean just rub it in i guess right <laughs> um so one thing you want i think with nix plumation is big mana producers both because it costs a lot of mana to cast yeah and, and also, you want to ramp it out yeah and also because once it's out your big mana producers create three times as much mana. So, Dynamo, Gilded Lotus, Dreamstone, he- Hedron? Hedron? Yeah. Hedron? Hedron. Hedron. Jeez. Feels like I should know how to say that word, but... He pronounced Hedron. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, those are all rocks that tap for, you know, three plus mana, and will suddenly tap for nine plus mana. They'll help you get it out, and then once it's out, they will take advantage of it.
2: Yeah, and Dreamstone Heater you can use to draw cards too to refill the hand because obviously you need things to cast with this. Yep. Um, Cabal Coffers slash Magus of the Coffers plus an Urborg means that you're tapping all of your swamps for a bunch and you, now you have all swamps as well. Um,
1: Nixthos I really like with this card because it, this card by itself is three green devotion. Yeah, so Nixthos Shrine to Nyx uh, you tap a couple of mana and it and it creates mana equal to your devotion to one of your colors. And thematic with <coughs> Theros. Theros Theros. Correct. Coming out. Thank you. Thank you. Hedron. Theros. We got this. Theros. Uh, guy's Cradle or Growing rights of Itlamach both oh tap my gosh. for mana equal to the number of creatures you control. So now it would be equal to three times the number of creatures you control. Yeah. That's actually crazy. A guy's yeah. Cradle for like five becomes 15 all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. It helps you get out the Ancient and then, or it could be the one land that's left after you cast the Ancient. Yeah. And now it taps for a bajillion. A bajillion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so keep in mind, I think this is something that's it's easy to get excited about new cards. Like this happens a lot where a card comes out and it's not a legendary creature and people get very excited about it. And they're talking about all the cards that mm-hmm. sort of combo with it. I think though, you want to put this card in a deck that already has some of the other cards that we just talked about in it. You don't want to create a deck that's built around Nick's bloom ancient because it's one card in your 99. Yeah. It's not a legendary creature. So I think like it's, cool, it's powerful, it will go in a lot of decks, but if your deck doesn't have any of this other stuff going on, I don't know that it's that great as just a seven-mana play the turn. Yeah, you want to be a big mana deck or you want to do a de- have a deck
2: that wants to cheat out giant creatures, because we keep saying, yeah, you're going to win with this card if you untap with it, but if you play this card in, let's say, in a reanimator deck, and then all of a sudden you're able to play two of the huge eight, nine mana creatures in your hand, and then someone kills the next blue mansion, you're still way, way ahead. And if you're doing it at the right part of the game, like when some people are at 15, 16 life, then that's going to be like,
1: cool, now you get to definitely close the door and win the game from there. So if you already have sneak attack in your deck, or you already have the reanimator spells in your deck. Then start thinking about Nyx Blue Mansion as a card that you want to put in.
2: Yeah, or if you have mana sinks as well, things yep. that can bounce creatures or, you know, basically things that you can sink mana to. That's why Zakama is such a good card.
1: Yeah, or if your commander is a comma, then probably definitely goes in there. Um, so this is a card I also want to say that you don't want to just cast this card and then pass the turn hoping to untap with it. Because I think it's actually a very... Dangerous card to play. Oh, yeah. It's really, really risky and it can actually cost you the game rather than winning you the game. We're going to tell you why right after this break, where we hear a message from our sponsors.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well,
1: Danger danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> danger Will Robinson. Danger. We're so. <laughs> back. We're talking about our uh, Theros Beyond Death preview card. It's Nyx Bloom Ancient. We teased it right before the break. This is a card that can potentially win you the game, but it can also potentially lose you the game. This is probably something we don't talk about enough on our show, Jimmy, which is That's true. Not just what a card does, but how to play the card and how not to play the card. Yeah, it let's say uh like one day I roll up to the office in like a
2: sweet Porsche. And everyone's like, dang, that's amazing. That car is so cool. Well, I, don't, I can't have that car. So it's just yours. Thanks for showing it off, Jimmy. <laughs> that's not how it works in Magic the Gathering. Because when you introduce things to the table, sometimes it's like it's a, it's a group feeding bin. Everyone technically has access to do things to the card and with it and potentially take it away from you. And that's why it's super risky, like you said, just to
1: play this card and be like, all right, go. Hope it gets back to me. Yeah, proceed with caution. This is a dangerous card to introduce to the game, like you said. If you cast it, you can easily lose the game because of it. Because your opponents are playing Magic too, right? So if you just cast it, you have seven mana, you're like, I'm going to run this out there and hope I untap with it. And you're thinking the worst case scenario is, eh, they kill it and I don't get anything off it. That's not actually the worst case scenario, (laughs) right? Because your opponents, they have a lot of the cards that will take advantage of it. And this is... Sometimes you play a card and it's synergistic with your deck, and if they do things to it, it doesn't help them that much. Mm-hmm. Nixboom Ancient gives a ton of mana. Every single deck can benefit from having a ton of mana. Yeah, unless you're Boros. Okay, no, no, <laughs> even Bor- Boros wants that almost more than anybody, right? Well, I mean, yeah, unless they only have like they one don't card have tools. Yeah. yeah, they don't have a lot of tools to do the things we're <laughs> just, talking about to here. steal the card either. <laughs> so, like, think of like Phantasmal Image, which is a two mana clone that we just see get played all the time in the format. Yeah. If you tapped out for it and they go two mana, I make my own version and I have all my lands, five now. or six mana on the side now, so I'm going to get to get the benefit of it right now. Yeah, they're basically doing what we told you to do with the card yeah. earlier in the episode. And you just gave them the tool to do it. Yeah, yeah. You gave them the half of the equation. Frexian Metamorph is one we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Only three mana. They could easily copy your thing. Sudden Substitution. <laughs> this card we haven't
2: talked about that much either. It is split second, which I'm surprised I haven't seen this played more, but it's two blue blue for an instant split second. So as long as the spell on the stack players can't cast spells or activate abilities that aren't mana abilities you can exchange control of target non-creature spell and target creature then the controller may choose new targets for it so you basically like you get to just switch two things
1: yeah and you might be able to be like cast a spell substitution it steal your nyx bloom or on somebody else's turn do that stuff there's all kinds of like funny things that happen i've only seen this card played a couple of times so yet. Yeah. yeah but someone like preordains and you it, switch it yeah exactly yeah. you're like oh yeah or you preordain and switch it to yourself right that kind of stuff um gilded drake is another one that's just a couple of mana switches itself it's a three three flyer with yeah any creature on the table well sun substitution also lets you do it to someone else's like let's say it's like josh i we can't let
2: him untap with this so, so you, you give cast it to somebody else. yeah you cast something silly i'm like sun substitution you get it now like that's Seems better than risky, them having it. yeah it's <laughs> risky but maybe you use it for effect be like i'll do this if you sack it sure I'll give you one turn with it, but we just know that if this person has a turn, they will torment and they'll kill us.
1: Right. Um, But it's risky. (laughs) Mimic Vat is a card that kind of like creates a token copy of something that has gone to the graveyard, has been imprinted. yeah. Yeah, if it can be killed, they might get it that way. Scarab God. Also... Animate Dead, which we already talked about, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff will work. Scarab God makes a token copy, an eternalized copy of it. Yeah, Mimic Van and Scarab God are really good too because it, it, it loses re- access to yeah. everyone else. You exile it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Gilded Drake is also just a really cheap steal a creature. Uh, There's
1: a million ways, basically, their own treachery, right? Mm-hmm. They play it on your explanation. untap their lands have access to all their lands plus the you know triple mana. Yeah. There's basically a lot of ways this can go bad for you. And it's it's why something like Expropriate is just sort of way safer to cast because there's just a lot less ways it's going to go wrong. Obviously, there's narcissus Reversal in a few ways. Which is Counterspell. But Counterspell is fine right. in this case. Yeah. next and Ancient getting killed is not what you're worried about. Next Agent Ancient getting put onto the battlefield on one of your opponent's battlefields is what you're really scared of for cheap where they still have a lot of mana available. And so just be really careful. This card's exciting. It's splashy. It's going to do some powerful stuff. But... It is one of those cards. Easily, easily, you can play it and it ends up costing you the game. Um, Yeah, I think people might see this card and go, oh, this goes in any green deck, which isn't
2: necessarily the case. You need to be able to use it effectively um, or play it for cheaper, reduce the mana cost, cheat it out, or flash it out.
1: Yeah, so I think flashing it out is really important, right? Because if you flash it on the end step before your turn, the window of opportunity for your opponents to do all that stuff is diminished and Mm -hmm. you have a good chance of just immediately untapping and using it. And once you're in that scenario, you're in good shape. So there's a whole bunch of cards that we talk about a lot uh, that'll help you flash this thing into play. Everyone's favorite, Vidalcan Orrery, right. slash Leyline of Anticipation, which yep.
2: just got reprinted, so a lot more people have access to that now. Um, and then there are actually a lot of creatures slash planeswalkers that allow you to cast things on flash speed, and it's a green sort of thing. So the new Vivian, Champion of the Wild, just has the text, you may cast creature spells as though they had flash, um, which is pretty darn good. It also helps you search for this card, basically. You can exile it and then cast it as out of flash with her minus two if you do find it that way. Uh,
1: vivian an underrated card should probably be in a lot of green decks
2: yeah it's just three mana too because yep. yeva nature's herald the other version that does this cost a little more and is potentially easier to remove because it's a creature
1: yeah and vivian's also a good chance it gets you the card back so even if it gets killed you are even. Mm-hmm. um winding canyons alchemist refuge it's a bunch of ways that you could potentially flash out and explode and it's going to be way more effective when you do that um, Vivian, you can also <clears throat> give instead of trample it
2: can also gain vigilance and reach No, that's you know? true that's you sweet. can just
1: block with it yeah just make
2: it the, the beefiest thing on the planet
1: if somebody swings into you you're not blocking though right because you no, get, yeah there's yeah. no you just don't <laughs> risk it you'll take the damage uh, some decks we think that this card will be good in besides a um i think like silvala heart of the wilds it's it's really really good because yeah you could play this turn 3 or 4 easily play super early and now silvala taps for three times the amount of mana so just with nick oh bloom gosh. out silvala's yeah. going to tap for 15 15 cuz it's five yeah. Yeah. and that's if you don't play like an 8-8, because you're tapping for triple mana and now silvala taps for 24 or whatever yeah. you're also drawing a card most likely with it because it's a five power yeah. creature it's probably going to be the biggest thing
2: on the battlefield in the early
1: uh, Moldrotha, the Gravetide, and Marin of Clan Toth will both, I think, take advantage of milling it into the graveyard and then getting it onto the battlefield with reanimate, animate yeah. dead, something like that that gets it out for a lot cheaper than the seven mana and then uses it on the same turn.
2: Yeah, I mentioned Animar earlier, but it's a really good way to reduce the mana cost of this to just, like, a green, green, green type thing, and then not only are you getting more counters on Animar, everything already costs less Then you're able to do all of the shenanigans.
1: Yeah, you... In Animar, it feels like you play it, have five mana on tap, play the rest of your hand, kill somebody with Animar right there. Yeah, off to the races. Pretty good. I do like going off to the races.
2: All right, so we talked about this a little bit earlier, but there have been a lot of mana doublers in Magic's past, and if you are the kind of player that likes this effect, there's a bunch of ways to do it. Um, And more importantly, there are specifically ways to do it symmetrically, so that means that everyone at the table symmetrically benefits from the mana doubling. Which is dangerous. It's dangerous. But it can be good for you. Exactly, or you can do it just for yourself. Um, so, the bonus about the symmetrical effects is oftentimes it's a much cheaper casting cost. Uh, we've talked about mana doublers that we all love on our side of the battlefield, but those might be 6, 7 mana. Now, these are ways of doing it cheaper and more quickly. So, we're just going to talk about a couple of them that are, I think, that work well with Nyx Bloom Ancient. The first of these symmetrical mana doublers is Heartbeat of Spring. This is just the cheapest mana doubler, I think, that uh, people know about. For 2 in the green, it's an enchantment whenever a player taps a land from Man, that player adds one man of any type that land produced so it does give you a boost let's say play this turn two or three and then by the next turn you're able to play an explanation and probably gain mana off of it the only problem is that everyone else at the table is benefiting from this but i think if you're in a position where you know that you can play an experiment go nuts on turn three or four and other players can like sure they all have access to six mana but they can't do crazy things with it then it's worth it
1: or if you have the vivian or the valcanori out and you know you're going to be able to ambush everybody all of a sudden like yeah yeah, you get double but all of a sudden i've got triple or quadruple
2: yeah uh overabundance is another interesting one that's one red green and it uh deals the damage to the player whenever you tap a land um and the one that i actually like the most is this one vernal bloom it's three and a green for an enchantment whenever a forest is tapped for mana its controller adds an additional green so it's forests specifically Mm -hmm. um and the text on these is interesting because you're adding an additional mana it's not tapping for two mana you tap it
1: and then you get the mana from the effect nix bloom won't double the mana given from this but this will kind of help you cast nix bloom and then it's still additional mana after it's out yeah and it's forest only so this is a triple i keep saying double triple triple yeah it's it's easy to forget yeah okay <laughs> it just seems crazy to say the word triple
2: <laughs> um but i like vernal bloom because it's only for us so this is one of those times where it's like cool this is a non-symmetrical effect because not everyone if you're in a heavy green deck that would probably play this kind of card you're gonna get the most benefit out of this and also if you're just a big mana deck having vernal bloom is great because you might not try your next bloom ancient right right? You might just be the kind of deck that wants to get double mana off of all your forests.
1: Yeah, and a deck that wants an Explumation, there's a good chance it wants other mana doublers because it's sort of relying on that strategy, so I like that idea of, like, you might not draw an Explumation so you want some redundancy for that effect. Yeah.
2: Um, And then there's also (coughs) Winter's Night which is really interesting. It's Naya for a world enchantment. I've never seen this card. Yeah, whenever a player taps a snow land for mana, that player adds one mana of any type that land produced. That land doesn't untap during this controller's next untap step. So if you have the already effects that untap your lands, you're good. Uh, otherwise, all these snow lands just came out recently with Modern Horizons. There are a lot more decks that are focusing on playing snow lands. This is a three-mana mana doubler, essentially. And a lot, oftentimes, you can play the things you need with the mana doubling, and you don't care if you don't tap because they have to deal with it, and you may take a turn off for your lands, but let's say you have a lot of rocks
1: or a lot of dual elves, and you get an explanation out, those are still tripling your mana. It's interesting because this will also often be one-sided because not everybody plays snow lands. Yeah, almost no one does, really. I mean, with extra planar lands out there... And cards like this. Should we all just have, be having all our basic lands be snow lands? There's no downside to that, right? No, not really. And they
2: are available. And they're going to be, you know, more affordable than they ever have been because of Modern Horizons. And they're sweet
1: full arts. They are. And I do like having, <laughs> like, I have, like, the Amonkhet lands with the Bullish horns. Those are sweet. And, and one of my decks has all of those. And they <sighs> Do I need to switch all those to snow-covered lands just to be, like, optimal, quote-unquote? I mean, obviously, I'm not going to do something like that, but it is a little annoying to... I think if you're a CED player, there is no downside unless... Unless somebody starts playing a Destroy All Snowlands-type card. (laughs) You know, tap all snow permanents they don't untap. I don't know what snow covered stuff exists out there. I don't yeah. know the width and breadth or width and breadth of it, but I feel yeah, like it's interesting. It's an interesting thought.
2: It's maybe like ten percent of the time you're gonna benefit some small amount. But you know It's a high percentage. It could be enough, right, to like yeah. get you that tiny edge in the game. It it's if it's something that you can do i'd say go for it okay well there's also uh the uh the secret Lair series also just gave a bunch of new snowlands out there that's too. that's true i
1: mean you'd there's have to so buy many... like
2: 10 boxes of that <laughs> thing to get well i mean what if you're a deck like craig's carrier deck that
1: only has three basics <laughs> okay you know, like, sure <laughs> just but run then, in there Then, like it's not helping you that much oh, yeah anyway. the 10 percent goes and down to three like, percent like, instead of one it's not like i have five snowlands <laughs> lo- out <laughs> um all right
2: the non-symmetrical mana doubler is the one that only affects you uh there's only one other card that doubles Mana that is affecting permanent specifically. Yeah, they all basically do lands.
1: Yeah, and it's mana reflection. So this one is four green green for enchantment. If you tap a permanent for mana, or it produces twice that much of that mana instead. Yeah, so, so that, it's actually worded like Nix Bloom Ancient, yeah. and it will stack too. So if you have Nix Bloom and this, it's six, six times. times. Yeah, Ooh. which is pretty crazy. I mean, mana reflection again. It
2: says permanents, and it's six mana to play. So again, this is just another similar effect, Nix Bloom Ancient, but. Honestly, like, three times as much mana versus two times as much mana. Mana Reflection is hard to get rid of. It seems like you're still going to be in the same position that we're about to win, or you're about to do the biggest play ever that's going to get you to the win with Mana Reflection.
1: I mean, one thing I'll say is, like, the fact that the blooms a 5-5 and a creature is because tapping out for an enchantment that does absolutely nothing and everyone's going to immediately be like, you're about to win. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And they can't kill the enchantment too. Like in some ways, Nick's bloom is like killable. So they go, oh, destroy it. Yeah. I Lord don't have to kill whatever. you right now. Whereas a lot of times I have man of reflections in a few decks, but it's dangerous to play because you can play it. And then the whole table goes, well, I don't have enchantment removal, but yeah. I do have player removal. Everybody kill them. I also don't have copy enchantment. Right. right? I can't steal the enchantment really easily. Right. Uh, Extraplanar lens, which we just talked about, basically doubles your snow-covered yep. uh, it Actually, technically, you could do that with a regular basic lens, but yeah, nobody yeah, ever yeah. does. If you have extra planar lens in your deck, you're always snow-lands. Yeah, it's unfortunately just really hard to get these
2: days. So, yeah, that the expensive. winter's night one, we were talking about the Naya one, is potentially a nice replacement if you happen to be in those colors.
1: Uh, Mirari's Wake, Zendikar Resurgent, they do good, decent impressions of this, but they're not worded in the same way as Mana Reflection. Yeah. Zendikar
2: Resurgent, though, is nice because of the drawing of cards thing. Yeah. And that, it's the same mana cost as Nyxbloom Ancient, too. I mean,
1: here, okay, so here's a question. We're going to wrap up discussion. We're almost done here, but uh, Zendikar Resurgent, same mana cost, basically, mm-hmm. as Nyxbloom Ancient. Zendikar Resurgent is an enchantment. It Every land you tap adds an additional mana, and whenever you cast a creature spell, you draw a card. So... Those two cards fill which, similar roles in a deck. Very similar. Yeah. Um, so which one better. is better?
2: I think Xenokar Resurgent goes in more decks. Yeah. And thus it's better. I think it's quite a bit better. Yeah. Well drawing a card every time you cast a creature spell is that's the the real cherry on top. Next Movement Ancient gives you way more mana, sure, but you're not refilling your hand and able to do more and more and more, more often of
1: yeah that's the thing about zendikar resurgent is it snowballs because that more mana lets you play more creatures which draws you more cards which yep. are usually creatures that then nyx will you could easily cast it cast two more spells than just kind of be out of gas yep and it's an enchantment that's hard to interact with on the scale of what's close to the paradox engine zendikar resurgent is definitely closer On the other hand, to play Devil's Advocate, there's a bunch more ways to cheat Plume Ancient into play than Ah, than Akari Surgeon, because it's harder to recur an enchantment directly into play from the graveyard, harder to clone it, harder to sneak attack it, that kind of thing. So... Nyxbloom may have more shenanigans that it's able to pull off than Zendikar Resurgent. So if your deck is built right, the ceiling, how good mm. Nyxbloom ancient can be, might be better than what Zendikar Resurgent's ceiling is. But I yeah. do agree that Zendikar Resurgent probably goes in more decks.
2: Yeah, Zendikar probably, because I would say you have to be reanimating or you have to be specifically trying to cheat stuff out. Whereas Zendikar Resurgent, the only real requirement to get it out early is just ramp. And you have to have creatures in your deck.
1: Otherwise, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't do as much. But, yes, those are... If you're are, playing green, you're probably going to have a creature-based threat. Or those are requirements are deck. a lot smaller than, like, do you have sneak attack? Do you have, you know, certain specific things that are very synergistic? Do you have reanimate or yeah. animate dead? Uh, are you self-milling yourself and then animating stuff? Yeah. Um, all right, to the listeners... What do you think about Nix Bloom Ancient? Will you be putting it in yeah. a lot of your decks? Which ones? Are there any combos or synergies that you see or think of that we didn't talk about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let us know on Twitter in the comments. On Instagram as well. We're on you Instagram now. Get all those socials going. Facebook, everything. You can always just yell really loudly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hope we hear it.
1: <laughs> People right now are going, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I'm putting it into Kava. Overrated. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, if you want to order a copy or three of Nix Bloom Ancients. It's probably going in a lot of your decks, at least three of them, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to order, maybe you want to pre-order booster boxes or a bundle or something of Theros Beyond Death, you can do all of that right now by going to cardkingdom.com slash command zone. Use that affiliate link when you order any of your magic products, singles, anything at all. You are supporting all of our content. Uh, game nights, mm-hmm. We've got some extra turns we got to do this year because of the Kickstarter. We've got a gag reel from Game Nights that we're working on, again, because of the Kickstarter. We have, obviously, this podcast, a whole bunch of stuff planned for 2020. So if you want to help us out with all that, just order cards using cardkingdom.com slash command zone.
2: Yep, it's, it honestly does help us out so much. Uh, and we love Card Kingdom. I'm wearing this sweet, awesome jacket that Josh and I both got over the holidays. Kept it's me really, warm. it's a sweet jacket.
1: I was in Europe and it was cold. Yeah. And I was wearing that jacket and it was great. And it was no longer cold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm walking down the street in Prague. This is a side story. Literally walking down the street in Prague. Yeah. And somebody goes, are you Josh Lee Kwai from the Command Zone? <laughs> In Prague? Yes. Nice. <laughs> he was like, is it okay if I... He was from Germany. so okay if I get a selfie? Yeah, sure. L was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's actually pretty incredible.
2: Because, <laughs> you, you know, like the world is so big. You have no... Like for us, it's like, yeah, Amer- like the majority of people that watch our stuff are in California, New York, the you States. You think of English-speaking countries. Yeah, English-speaking countries, yeah. But, you know, I will say, did everyone in Prague just speak English perfectly? There was a lot of English. Germany, of course, tons of English. Yeah, um, yeah so... Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty cool. What's also impressive is all of the cool stuff Ultra Pro makes every single time a new set comes out and Theros Beyond Death is one of those sets that, I, I know we say this a lot, but this is one of those sets with a lot of special art in it because they have these really cool constellation gods. Oh, yeah. Uh, they have the, you know, all of the it, the secondary, art, I don't know you would call it. The alternate arts for this set look really great. And that means it's going to translate onto their play mats, onto their deck boxes, their sleeves. And of course, they just offer a bevy, a huge suite of regular products to keep your gods safe and sound because they're gods. They deserve it, right? You really want to put your gods on a pedestal, right? They're indestructible, <laughs> but the card itself is not indestructible. That's... So, throw it in a sleeve, <laughs> throw it in the satin tower, you know, make it look nice and colorful and awesome, and most of all, protected. That's uh, Ultra
1: Pro's new brand slogan. Yeah. <laughs> your god cards are indestructible, but the card itself is not. <laughs> it's not. Use Ultra Pro. <laughs> yeah. That one's for free. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no in step because it's a preview card episode, but later this week, yes, this very same week we are going to be coming out with the first uh part of our set review series where we talk about all the new legendary creatures all the new cards that can be your commander very from exactly. theros beyond death so look forward to that as soon as the entirety of the set is spoiled which i believe will be friday morning same time our set review comes out yep it's gonna be exciting in the law of gods uh that we get to talk
2: about so don't forget to subscribe and do all that and of course a big thank you to our editing graphics and logistics team We keep on growing. Lady Danger, Craig Blanchett, Ashlyn Rose, Alfred Stocker, Josh Murphy, Jake Boss, Sam Waldo. And of course, big thanks to Jeffrey Palmer, who does the Living Card animations that live behind us on the screens as well as on Game Nights as well. Uh, You can find him on Twitter at LivingCardsMTG and you can find all of our stuff there as well.
1: All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you next time. Peace.